This podcast is intended for adult audiences. Over the age of 18, it contains adult language and situations. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to us, and not of any employer, organization, committee, or other group or individuals. This podcast is not intended to be taken as professional advice. Welcome to the Swing Nation Podcast, a podcast by swingers for swingers, where we look to educate others and push back on the negative stigmas and misconceptions associated with our lifestyle. Come with us and share our pineapple journey as we travel the globe. Interview the experts, learn and grow together. Join the nation. So Lacey, people are asking, how do they get to go to a party or an event with us? They check out swingersociety.net. You create a profile, you sign up for an event, and you come hang out with us. It's super easy. That's right. If you want to party with us and the other faces and names that you know from social media and TikTok, head on over to swingersociety.net. Can't wait to see you there. Lacey, we get approached by couples all the time, and they want to know, like, where can they learn the 101s of non-monogamy? Yeah, I totally get it. You want to get in the lifestyle, but you just don't know where to start. We recommend Sex by Sue's class on non-monogamy. She really helps couples learn how to communicate and do the lifestyle the correct way. Yeah, I think this lifestyle, you know, it's crucial not to, to step on the landmines that a lot of us do. You yeah. Know, and you kind of learn the hard way, you know. So having a class that you can take online, you know, in the privacy of your own home and kind of learn the ins and outs, learn, you know, how to approach the lifestyle, how to communicate with your partner about it. Um, you know, I think it's something worth taking and uh, we highly recommend it. Yeah. So click below in the show notes. You'll find this link for that course. Check it out, guys. Bye. Bye. Welcome to the Swing Nation podcast. We are your host, Northern Guy. And Southern Girl. In today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about swinging in the social media age. Yeah, we are. This has been a hot topic lately. So we always try to take whatever is current, whatever we're getting the most feedback, questions on, and turn it into a podcast. So this was kind of an easy transition. Yeah, there's been a lot of a lot of debate about there really has. Uh, the do's and don'ts of being a swinger and being on social media and what's okay, what's not okay. So yeah. We're going to dig into that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I think it is a hot topic, and I think it's something worth talking about. It is. We've actually got a lot of criticism, a lot of pushback lately. So, yeah, it's absolutely something that I'm excited to talk it out with you. Yeah. So, I guess the, the first thing to talk about a little bit is, you know, it is 2022. Everybody yeah. is on social media. Yeah, everybody. Um, but I think there's a difference between being a swinger that's utilizing social media or even maybe some of the lifestyle websites to connect with people and being a social media influencer who's in the lifestyle. Completely different. Um, so you and I were just your normal everyday couple swingers um, using social media platforms. No one knew that we were swingers. We were completely private. Um, until we made the switch to actually, you know, expose our faces, become more of an influencer type role. So you could definitely, you, you don't have to be an influencer. Like, I guess, does that make sense? 
Yeah, and I, I would even go far as to say, like, you know, if if you take to platforms like TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, um, and and open it up to a, be a public profile and start sharing swinger stuff, like you might not, you know, be a, quote unquote an influencer, but you're you're essentially outing yourself publicly. Yeah, correct. Um, and if you do that, I think you are going to encounter some of the same road bump, you know, things that we've encountered. Mm-hmm. Um, even, you know, even if you don't start a podcast and like you're not, you know, you're not trying to do what me and Lacey are doing. But if you out yourself essentially on social media, um, you know, there's a very good chance that family, friends and stuff are going to find out. Correct. However, you can utilize social media platforms to to meet other people in the lifestyle and still maintain your privacy. So you kind of have absolutely. to make a choice on which way you want to go with it. Yeah, and absolutely. You and to be honest with you, social media is a great way to find other swingers um if you want to remain private you just want to have some naughty fun meet some hot couples it's a really cool place to meet i mean just think about like online dating where it has come i mean it's essentially the same thing for swingers um it kind of broadens your horizons outside of your small little network a lot of people come to us and say you know i live in a small town i don't want anyone to know or i don't want to put my face out there or people to see me in my small town well, social media is the perfect, like, what's problem, you know, how to solve that problem. You can find swingers that are maybe an hour away that don't know you in your hometown, but yet you can still remain private. So, yeah. And I think we're going to go through some, you know, tips and tricks to, to be on social media and, and maintain your privacy. I think I just wanted to make it real clear that if you think, you know, like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, post some stuff on social media and have that open to the public and nobody, you know, it's very unlikely that people, friends and family in my area are going to find that. I would caution you yeah, uh, to, to, to that notion. Well, just think about Daddy Mike and Daphne. Mm-hmm. You know, we had known them from private swinging world for years and they wanted to become more public like we were. And we strongly told them, that's fine. We will support you. We will be here for you. But just know if you put your faces out there, people will find it. And I don't, not that they didn't believe us, but it's really a hard concept to grasp until you're actually been outed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's the same thing. So I think we're talking about two different two different types of swinging here, two different types of being public, but they're still very similar. So we have to address both. Yeah. No, I think that's it's kind of the key to this whole thing is you you know, if you were going to take to social media as somebody in the lifestyle, you you know, really the first decision you have to make is do I want all my my profiles locked down and private to try to protect my identity or am I willing to kind of throw myself out there? Um, but, you know, understanding that if I do that, you know, there there can be real world re- repercussions for that. And that's, you know, it's a big part of me and Lacey's platform is we really don't think there should be repercussions yeah. to that, right? If you want to go public, if you want to tell people that, hey, you know, I love my wife, but me and my wife are non-monogamous, I, you know, the fact that you still have to worry about if your family will disown you, if you'll lose your job, yeah. if, you know, if you might have to have issues with your ex and custody cases and, you know, all of that stuff, I think, is is a big part of me and Lacey's platform. And it is a very real um, thing that a lot of swingers still face today um, when it comes to being outed or being found out that they're in the lifestyle. And that's what we're trying to change. But just realize that those as, as of right now, those risks still exist. Yeah. And so if you do make that that choice to go public that that's 
those yeah. are repercussions you'll likely have to face. Well, and just to add to that, I mean, I'm kind of getting off on a soapbox. And after this, we can kind of get back on topic. But we've gotten a lot of criticism the last few weeks from other swingers for being so public, for speaking out, being called not real swingers, which I know we, we will get to that. But that's really hurtful because we have we have put our faces out. We've had to have really hard conversations. We've jeopardized our jobs. Um my job was contacted. Your job may have been contacted. We don't know. I mean, there's a lot of things that we have endured because we chose to put our faces out there to better our community, to show a different side of swinging. So many people now all of a sudden are coming out of the woodworks criticizing us. And it's so dang hurtful because we, and, and, and our friends too, we've all suffered the consequences of putting our faces out there. It's not... It's not as glamorous as and fun as maybe some of our lighthearted TikToks make it out to be. Yeah, no, I think that's a, a, a good point. I think, you know, like you said, a little later on, we'll, we'll dig into that a little more deeply. But uh, I think the first thing to start out is, okay, you know, you're a swinger, um, you know, maybe you, you have no lifestyle social media accounts or platforms. So let's talk about what is lifestyle social media platforms and accounts, though. I think that's important to like because yeah. if you're not sure if you're not familiar with it you may not know what we're talking about so yeah so the the avenue a lot of couples take is instead of using their real names and real you know facebook accounts and twitter accounts and all that stuff to interact with people that are in the lifestyle they they generate a second account that they use for their lifestyle friends for yeah. going to a lifestyle events for following lifestyle venues and, and platforms correct so for instance i think ours is like northern guy and southern girl um so you know a lot of our friends have them they just kind of do something usually it plays off if you have an sls sdc custody name it kind of plays off that you know or you, so you can really make it whatever you want it to be something catchy something cute um we started one because honestly, when we, we were private in the lifestyle and we found ourselves becoming friends on Facebook with a lot of our swinger friends, um, because we trusted them with, we trusted them with our personal information. It wasn't so much that we were worried that they were going to out us, but then we started following clubs and we started following hotel takeovers because honestly, their Facebooks were really the place to get the quickest information. Um, so that's why we started one because we kept, we felt like things were intertwined a little too much. Would you agree? Yeah, no, I agree. And I guess <laughs> learn a lesson from us. I would, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, I would recommend against using your real social media accounts yeah. to engage in lifestyle things. Um, uh, because the one thing that social media is good at is connecting people and mm -hmm. what will happen is that if you start becoming friends with lifestyle people, um, they will start showing up on as recommended friends to your family. Yeah. And, you know, if well, you start it, following lifestyle events and venues, those might start showing up as recommended, yeah. you know, groups and stuff to your, your family and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. then you might, you know, have to answer some questions to your well, real like one vanilla time friends. I put a picture up 
of, I think it was us or us and the kids or something. I can't remember. And literally there was five comments and like four <laughs> out of the five comments were our swinger friends. Of course, they were completely vanilla. They were like, great picture. We love y'all. You know, I hope y'all are doing well. It was completely vanilla. They didn't overstep any boundaries. But like, if you have a nosy mom... Hey, mom, um, like mine, who's like, how do you know that girl from such and such? Or, or yeah, and even sometimes, like, their comment might be innocent, but if your family member goes and looks at their page, yeah, and you know, they have two weeks ago they went to Hedo, yeah. you know, and then maybe they have you tagged in a picture, you know, or you it can be a very picture easily of easily like traced back, yeah. right? It can start to. So like, that's what happened with us. We had definitely intertwined a lot of our personal with our actual swinging stuff. And so at some point we decided, hey, we've got to make a swinger one. And so I did. Um, I'll be honest with you. We did not use it appropriately. We still, our, our private Facebooks are still very much intertwined. <laughs> they are. At this point, I don't know if it matters. Yeah, but. at this point, we're so public. It what Whatever, fuck it. You know, but um, I, I guess more so now, it's my personal safety because I don't want people knowing right. my personal information. So I have to be real careful where I comment and stuff. But yeah, so that is definitely why there is a need for private, separate lifestyle profiles yeah and so you know if you make the decision to start a lifestyle um social media accounts i I just want to go over some basic you know hey if you do this these are some of the rules of the road most of you probably know this stuff if you've been on social media for a while it's the same kind of the same kind of road you know rules that they tell you about really your vanilla pages but you know when it comes to lifestyle these things maybe are even just a little bit more important because you know, not only are you trying to protect yourself for safety reasons, but you're trying to protect yourself so that you're not outed accidentally. And, and you're also protecting your marriage. That's why a lot of swingers don't change phone numbers. They use messaging apps, mm-hmm. you know, like kick and stuff. So, right. I mean, there's a lot of reasons to, to go this route. Right. If you, yeah, if you interact with a couple and it, it goes south, south, and yeah. you know, you don't want, yeah, you want to try to keep, able to make a clean break without people yeah. knowing where you work and live and all mm-hmm. this stuff. Uh, so that's, um, the first recommendation would be to keep your personal information private. Um, so using something like your screen name as opposed to your real name, maybe Mm -hmm. only using your first name, but not your last name. Mm -hmm. Um, some swingers will go as far as to completely make up a fake name and and they don't, they don't. But the majority of our swinger friends, I don't know their last name. Yeah. I don't know Kylie's last name. I don't know Malia's last name. If you think about it, think about all of our friends that we hang out with. Well, we've been, you know, I'm not going to say who, but we've learned recently, we thought, people's who we thought their name was, it's not actually even their name. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty typical in the lifestyle that people kind of create this alter ego, so so to speak, just to protect themselves. Um, You know, where you're from, a lot of, you know, you even get it from us where we'll give kind of generic you know yeah. we're near we this city vague. or near yeah. that city but we won't give you you know a town or an address because you know it's pretty easy once you know what town people are from to start trying to yeah. find people and, and things like that mm-hmm. um jobs is another thing you won't um a lot of lifestyle people won't exchange that information you know you don't on your vanilla facebook page you might put exactly where you work on your lifestyle page likely you i would recommend no, against doing no. that honestly on our lifestyle page i didn't fill out any of this information nor did i put any face pictures of us um our profile picture was like a generic i looked up like swinging in google google images and put up something that like said like swings well with others or something like that yeah and a lot of swingers won't use face pictures on any other lifestyle um apps or uh, accounts 
I think it's coming more popular where people are. Mm-hmm. Um, but the face picture thing is kind of twofold. It's, it can help protect you and your identity. Mm-hmm. But if somebody truly knows you, like, you know, somebody that's close to you, just because you cut your face out of a picture, you know, yeah. th- that's not going to. Let me give you an example of sure. that. We, our first TikTok, we didn't show our faces. And it was just our, like, from the neck down. Our video had 11 million views. And people knew exactly that it was me and Dan. Because if you know us personally, if you're in our family, if you're our friends, that's obviously us. So, I mean, you're not going to get 11 million views on a Swinger website or a Facebook. But just keep that in mind. You know, I mean, I get not wanting to put your face. But a lot of times there's identifying features even without your face. Right. They recognize mm-hmm. your watch or they yeah. recognize your necklace or they, re- you know, there's, there's other things. Yeah. And it's... It is, I guess, because this lifestyle is still so taboo. Underground, yeah. It's that it's it's good gossip, and mm-hmm. and I've been very surprised about the length that people will go to dig to try to find and prove that you know once people if trip across something they're like is that so and so yeah they're not going to stop I mean they're going to dig into every yeah. nook and cranny of those pages to try to prove they'll sign that, up pay yeah. Yeah, yeah they'll do everything yeah so um. I guess, you know, even with protecting your face, it, it, you know, you're still having the risk of if they stumble across that page, um, making the connection that that's you. Yeah. Um, privacy settings. So it's kind of when you're on social media platforms and trying to kind of be on those platforms under this alter ego, those platforms are programmed. Those algorithms are working against you at every <laughs> turn yeah right because mm-hmm. those those platforms are purposely built to try to connect you with people that you may know right yeah. like that's that's the whole reason there you may know you know like facebook does that right as you're scrolling you may know so and so so and so and so and so right mm-hmm. and they're using things like um your your phone record you know your phone book your contact yeah. list on your phone they're using your emails and searching your emails to see if your emails match with people's emails on facebook i mean you know those algorithms are, are very are programmed very well to kind of Try to find people you, that yeah. and connect you with them. Mm-hmm. So when you are trying to use those same platforms and remain anonymous, it's a very difficult, um, you know, it's a hard task to do. Yeah. So what I would recommend is, you know, every platform that you have a lifestyle account on, um, go through the privacy settings on that account mm-hmm. and make sure you have all those things turned off. Uh, things like sync contacts, things like sync phone numbers, sync emails. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can set a, lo- a lot of the platforms will have ways you can set that to private or turn them off. Um, yeah. So you want to make sure you kind of dig through all those accounts, go through all the settings and make sure that you don't have anything accidentally turned on that might <laughs> send yeah. a recommendation to your family for well, your account. We learned that one again the hard way. Dan's daughter found our TikTok after we had been with her for a week because it recommended we thought, we, I guess we at this point we were so pretty new. We thought we had people blocked, and we thought we had taken the proper precautions, but we hadn't. And it recommended her or TikTok to her, and so of course she clicked on it, and there's dad. Yeah, there's dad. Well, and the thing about TikTok is you can, you know, and again, this is a little bit of a tangent, but if if you are thinking about getting on TikTok and trying to remain anonymous, TikTok will push your videos based on your geolocation regardless of if your contacts and things are, are mm-hmm. synced. So when you are geographically close to fa- friends and family, if you live in the same town as your friends and family, TikTok is pushing it to the people around you 
just to kind of because they think people around you are most likely to connect with your video. Yeah. Not realizing you're trying to remain <laughs> private. Um, so it's almost, you know, in TikTok, it's a part of their algorithm that you really can't control that is working against you. To yeah, you. it's all working against us. It's <laughs> like, I mean, and I'm. I mean, I guess we can keep going, but it's people are like, is it really worth it? I mean, if you think about it, like if I was a new swinger and I'm hearing all the things that you're saying, I'm like, mm -hmm. is it really worth the risk? I think so. I mean, but of course we've been outed. It's been hard. We've worked through it. Um, but yeah, I think it, it it's, we are making it sound very cumbersome, but it can be very easily done. Yeah. And I guess, you know. I guess we're kind of going off over all the worst case scenarios and it probably does seem a little, you know, if you're listening to this, like, holy shit, I'm not getting on Facebook. <laughs> right. But we, we were on Facebook for, for years, for years, yeah. um, even using our vanilla pages on certain lifestyle it pages. never got outed. And we, we did not get outed. Now it started to like, we started to notice things like, Ooh, we maybe need to pull back yeah. here because you know, there's things popping up on our vanilla page that if somebody that people could question. Yeah. Um, but it's not, if somebody was digging, like if maybe mm -hmm. somebody had an inkling that maybe we were swingers and they started digging, they probably could have figured it out from right. our regular Facebooks. But because no one suspected us as swingers, um, nobody had any reason to go and look. But if they did, they would have saw that I follow every single hotel takeover on the East Coast. And right. I'm in groups for, for clubs, and and then if you start looking, all my friends live all over the U.S. because there's all these people that we've met, you know. Um, so I know that this may seem like a little scary, but just know that you can do it. It can be done. Just we're just trying to we're giving you worst case scenarios because honestly, we all the worst cases have happened to us. <laughs> <laughs> we've lived the worst case. We scenario. have learned from us. Uh, yeah. Um, so, you know, some other advice, don't, don't tag or post your specific location. Um, you know, especially when you're at home, if you're trying to keep your hometown, you know, if, mm -hmm. if you post a picture of yourself and it, it tags the town you're from, mm -hmm. obviously, you know, you're giving out that information, um, your friends and your friends connection, you know, uh, as you start to follow and like other people in the lifestyle, you'll start getting recommended to their friends. Mm -hmm. We have come into, you know, we do know people that, their friends and family are in the lifestyle and yeah, so you'll you'll like honestly like people will send us friend requests and then i'll like see who we have friends in common and i'm like oh <laughs> that's my cousin oh you know <laughs> so whoever, yeah. so yeah just keep that i mean swingers tend to keep other swingers private like no one is out here wanting to out anyone so like even though they're friends with your cousin like they're usually like i would say 9.9 .9 times out of 10, you don't have to worry about them outing you because they would then be outing themselves. Yeah, no, that's mm -hmm. true. And then, you know, sometimes it's if people are using their, their vanilla pages, they just are friends with them. It's not, yeah. it's not that's what I mean. Yeah, people, yeah. yeah, that's what I meant. Um, let's see. Um, log out of your account. Uh, we've heard stories of people outing themselves because. <laughs> Their mom got in their car and started it in a lifestyle podcast, came on the radio yeah. or, um, you know, maybe you handed your mom your phone and you were still logged into your Swinger Facebook page and, mm -hmm. you know, that, that popped up or a message mm -hmm. popped up, uh, group chats and things yeah. like that. I've heard of up. a lot of Swingers keeping their, like, kick notifications off 
because um, they had like teenagers and teenagers know what kick is and they're like, why are you getting kick messages? So yeah, I mean, that's definitely something to keep in mind. Also, um, learn from me one time, I did not have my kick mess kick notifications off and one of the moms at baseball was looking at my phone <laughs> she was like i was showing her like something that we should buy like a t-shirt or something and somebody sent me a kick message and it popped up on the top almost like a text message and it was very naughty i think it said something like your pussy tastes so good and she saw it so just yeah, keep that in mind she just thought you were a hoe at that time anyway. <laughs> yeah she thought i was a hoe not a swinger um yeah so all these things, um, you know, logging out of all of your accounts, you know, so that if your children do pick up a, a phone and go to your Facebook, it, you know. Same thing as when you look at porn. Yeah. And a lot of people. You, you clear you know, it. Yeah. Right. You can set your private browsing, mm-hmm. you know, so when you log, you know, a lot of people, when they log yeah. into their, their lifestyle accounts, they'll do it on a yeah, private browser. Yeah, because if you type in like you, it'll pull up porn. Like if you're trying to, your kid's trying to type up YouTube, you type in you, it'll pull up you porn. You porn. Hey, I don't know why that came up. <laughs> right. So if they put an S in and swing lifestyles, yeah. the first yeah. website it recommends to the people, yeah. um, you know, that can be a way to out yourself. Yeah. So. I've even heard of like another podcast, um, the guy, he had left up swing sls swing lifestyle on his his desk computer and his brother had came over and saw it and was like hey i know what that is he's like we're swingers too so i mean it's it definitely can happen it just takes a little bit of caution and i think you'll find that the more the longer you've been in the lifestyle the less you care i mean i don't know at least that's how i felt i mean like at first i was like overly cautious overly protecting myself um and then Towards the end, I wasn't quite as cautious. I guess that also depends on what your family structure is like, the reasons why you would want to remain private. Yeah. No, 100%. And, you know, and again, there still are real-world repercussions to being outed in this lifestyle. Yeah. Um, and, and I think those, like what you're saying, it's different for everybody, right? If mm-hmm. you're a deacon at your church and your your family's super religious and, you, you know, your job maybe is, you know— some kind of high end job where they have all these morality clauses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, th- there's a lot of reasons for you not to want to be outed. Yeah. Um, you know, some of us, uh, don't have as much to lose. Yeah. Um, but well, and, and I don't, I know this is more about like Facebook and stuff, but you know, just to kind of go back to like SLS and SDC and Cassidy, I've had a lot of people reach out to me via Snapchat and say that they were concerned about even using, those platforms, which in my opinion, those platforms protect you even more than mm-hmm. Facebook right. because everyone has a Facebook. Not everyone has a swing lifestyle right. um, account. Um, like they were concerned about using that. And to me, I, you know, they, they also have boundaries set in place. If you don't want any, you don't even have to like put any pictures on there you could right. say in the in the subject we are very private due to whatever you don't even have to give a reason right. message us and we will send you pictures right. or exchange pictures or yeah. or you'll have your pictures sls sec has um options to keep pictures behind locks. locks and you can grant people access to that so after you've had a few conversations with a couple and you feel comfortable then you can, in fact, unlock those pictures, yeah. and it protects you. Yeah, and I think so. You know, if if you are a person, so if if you know, maybe you're new. We get a lot of new people listening to this podcast. You know, 
if you are super concerned about mm-hmm. people finding out that you're in the lifestyle or even exploring the lifestyle, but you want to meet people, probably the best ways to do that are through the lifestyle for sure websites yeah. SLS SDC you know you know if you want free two weeks SDC it's in it's in our links um but set your pri- your browsing your browser to private mm-hmm. <laughs> log into SDC message people find events stuff like that mm-hmm. connect with people log out of your SDC yeah <laughs> switch back to normal yeah web browsing and they do SDC does have an app is it, does SLS they both have apps. Yeah, yeah the we don't is, use the apps because they, um, I guess Apple or whoever, they, they block um, all the good pictures. Yeah, so we just use our browsers. But you know, you can download the app and hide it within your phone. You know, maybe put it in a folder behind something, and it's just it's not easily accessible. Um, but I, yeah, I, I definitely recommend if you are a new swinger and you want to, you know, meet couples. You can use these apps. I think they're probably better than finding people via Facebook and in places like that. In my opinion, I think they're safer. I think they have the tools in place to keep you safe. Um, yes, that's just me. And you know what? If you don't want to use any of these social medias, you don't have to. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, so I think uh, we'll take a little break, and we'll hear from our sponsors. Okay, and we'll we'll come back, and we're gonna go over, um, you know how. You know, lifestyle businesses are on social media. Uh-huh. Uh, and then we're going to talk a little bit of whose responsibility it is to protect somebody's privacy on social media and, the, you know, answer the rest of the questions. Okay. All right. Let's take a little break and we'll be right back, guys. The Swing Nation podcast is proud to announce an official partnership with SDC.com. SDC stands for Seek, Discover, Connect. And with over 3 million members in over 50 countries, it's the world's largest lifestyle community and a great place to link up with open-minded couples, singles, and kinksters from around the globe. Whether you're just starting your lifestyle journey or you're an old pro, SDC has something to offer you. With chat rooms, live cams, groups, and blogs, there's always naughty fun to be found. SDC.com also has expert advice, professional articles, and entertaining content to enhance your erotic lifestyle journey. With information about parties, events, clubs, and businesses, SDC is so much more than just a hookup site for swingers. It's truly an epicenter that can keep you plugged into the pulse of the lifestyle community in your area. We personally love the website's ease of use and amazing customer support. They have supported us in our podcast and giving generous donations to our charity fundraising efforts. So if you're looking to connect with like-minded people, click the link in our show notes and sign up for SDC using our affiliate link and receive a full access for 14 days completely free. Make sure you join the Swing Nation SDC group and send us a message. We here at the Swing Nation podcast are proud to partner with Promescent. Listen, guys, we've all been there. You're having a hot night with a hot chick, maybe a few hot chicks. But you need to kind of delay the time before you pull that trigger. That's where Promescent comes in. They have this awesome product called the Delay Spray. You literally spray it on. And it delays the time that you orgasm. So you can make sure that your partner is well taken care of. And as swingers, we're all about making sure our partners are well taken care of. And Promescent Delay Spray is the perfect product for that. Click the link in the show notes below to get yours today. All 
And welcome back, guys. Um, so we left you, uh, you know, we just kind of went over the basics of social media. We probably maybe scared you a little bit about, Sorry. <laughs> about Sorry. it. Uh, you know, just to recap that, there are lots of good, you know, groups and gr good good things on social media. You know, mm -hmm. we have the Swinger Society Facebook group. Um, there's a bunch of the people Swing on. Nation yeah, Facebook group. Yeah, there's lots of um, good things on Twitter. You know, there's there, there are lifestyle people everywhere mm -hmm. you just do if you are trying to protect your personal identity you just have to do it carefully yeah um but it definitely can be done oh, so absolutely. Don't, don't let us scare you too much sorry it's all dan not me. <laughs> <laughs> but now i want to talk into a little bit where i guess because it's 2022 um some of the lines are starting to get blurred with some of this stuff um and we've been accused of blurring <laughs> yeah we have been. a lot of these lines. um so what I will say is people have figured out the power of social media. Yeah. And so a lot of lifestyle clubs, venues, resorts, um, hotel takeover groups, most of them are going to things like Facebook mm -hmm. and Twitter and even TikTok. Yeah. Um, pretty much every club, not necessarily hotel takeover, but definitely clubs, resorts, things like that. They all have Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Um, so yeah, I mean, they're moving towards that for sure. Yeah. And, and because it's such a good way to connect with people and make people that maybe were even completely unaware of the lifestyle or completely unaware that these clubs exist to kind of get the, the word out that, yeah. that they do, um, exist and they are I mean, there. They're, they're, they're businesses. Right. Going to Hito is a business that them advertising is a business. Um, all of these things. So I understand from a business standpoint why they would want to be on social media and push their their resorts, their clubs out. Yeah. So what would you say? So, you know, if you go to these venues and go to these clubs, you know, knowing that they have a social media presence, is there a risk to the people attending those events of pictures of them or videos of them ending up on? Okay. So I would say everything we do, there's a risk. I think that's just... 2022 right i mean everything that we do everywhere we go there's mm -hmm. a risk however these venues clubs and stuff their goal is to protect you like because if they get known for the club that pictures get leaked or pictures are shown then people that are private will no longer want to go there most clubs have a zero phone policy like you need to leave your phone in the car it needs to be locked in your locker it cannot be out period um a lot of clubs do have a photo booth area that that's the only place and security is very heavy in a lot of these places and so i actually one time at chemistry in nashville i was sitting down not dancing i was actually back in a corner and i checked a text message on my phone and i got in trouble hey put your phone up and i was like oh i'm sorry i was just checking a text message but I guess they, they do that so that like, people aren't snapping pictures and stuff to protect people's identity. Yeah, and I think you know maybe, maybe we, we touched on this a, a little bit, right? Because um, every venue is different, right? Like when you go places like Hedo, which is a lifestyle resort in Jamaica that we attended last October, they understand that you want to take pictures, right? You're you, in Jamaica. Right, you're you want in to be Jamaica. On it's a beautiful beach. You know, yeah. half of the beach is just a normal beach where you you know you can wear clothes, and then half is a nude beach. Mm -hmm. The nude beach side, they pretty heavily enforce not, no, not using phones. No, you can't do anything. Like but like, but on the regular side, you can take photos and like yeah. just like you're at a normal beach, yeah. right? And like, I wanted to do some nude bikini, like a nude, you know, topless in the sand pictures because like. When do you have that opportunity? Mm -hmm. So we went to the 
furthest location on the clothing optional sign, basically, and took pictures, made sure no one was around us. We were very respectful of other people. If someone was to walk by, we would pause. Um, and, and the staff were right there with us. They had no problem with it. I mean, I think, you know, things can be done. Like, you can take a picture with your girlfriends or your, you know, or couples at a club if you go to the appropriate places. You can take pictures if you go to resorts in the appropriate places. Right. And and so, you know, back to these resorts being on social media, we've actually been approached by some of these venues and they want us to make TikToks with their venue yeah. in the in the either in the you know in the background or you know Say inside that again of the club for the people for the people in the back. Uh, we have been approached. <laughs> Um, I think people just assume that we just like show up with our Mm -hmm. cameras. You're absolutely correct. For instance, we went to a Vibe Hotel Takeover. Y'all heard of the podcast. They actually opened the club an hour early for us and our friends that are all on social media. We all have consent to make TikToks and videos because they want people to see how awesome their venue is. They wanted the TikToks to be like, damn, where where was that? that?" We actually got criticism in the TikToks, because people were like, um, what happened to no phones? Or, yeah. You know, and we were and like... I, and I get it. I mean, I understand. People don't understand the, the scenario that we were in, right? They, they don't understand that that club opened their club an hour early, yeah. let us come in when it was private and make TikToks, right? And that's that's not the... We did that at, at Secrets. We did a live... We yeah. did a live from inside their club. We did. Completely sanctioned by the resort. Mm-hmm. They, you know, encouraged they were it. They asked us it. to do yeah, it. Yeah, with right? us, yeah. Um, we did it at... Um, what, at uh, the Red Room, it used yeah. to be called the Theater mm-hmm. Group. They had us come in early. Kate also did that. Do TikTok yeah. lives. Mm-hmm. You know, they let us go in, take pictures, make TikToks. Yeah. You know, do videos, go live. So you know, um, these these venues want to be exposed to social media, but they do not want to expo- expose their club members. Correct. So, so I think that's that's that's, the, that's why they let us come in early because they know, and then we. Y'all guys, we're real swingers, if you didn't know that. <laughs> so that works out better for us because right. then when it's time to party, we can put our phones up and just have a blast with our friends. You right. know, like, we're not worried about making TikToks and stuff of that because we've already done that. So it's a win-win for everyone. We don't feel the need to sneak and make something because, one, it's wrong, and two, we just shouldn't do that. And everybody wins. Their clubs get exposed. We get our TikToks. You know, it's just... Exposure, I guess Ex- maybe not exposed. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, exposure. Yeah. They I think just, I said exposed too, but yeah. Yeah. Um, we've gotten a lot of kickback lately from swingers that are seeing us on social media that think that we are just out here outing people and we are showing, um, you know, like people that don't have, that have not given us prior consents images on TikTok or on Facebook or whatever. And that is. not the case. To be honest with you, Dan and I, as the unofficial leaders of our group, actually encourage to people to please put down your phones. Please enjoy yourself. You know, we're here. We're real swingers. We're here. Let's dance. Let's party. Let's do what swingers do. Yeah. No, yeah. And I will say, you know, I think the phone and the uh, photos and things getting posted on social media, I think that's an issue that our entire community just needs to be aware of. Mm Um, you know, if going back to, you know, have I ever seen pictures on social media of groups of 
you know, people at a club and maybe there's people in the background, a hundred percent I have, right? And well, I would I think say as we as we get deeper, not only us but our generation are mm-hmm. we we're learning, we're getting better. Mm-hmm. You know, does that make sense? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, we've said it many times. Everybody that posts posts on TikTok under Swing Talk is not representation of of, of us. Um, you know, there are a lot of people on social media. Um, and I think it's it's the responsibility of all of us to be more cautious mm-hmm. and more aware and not to accidentally take those pictures and not to post those pictures. Um, I think I see it the most on the kind of the unsolicited Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are Facebook groups out there that might be something like Temptations, something, 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 right? And so if you look up like Temptations on, on Facebook, there's probably like 20 pages mm-hmm. of Temptations, right? Those are not all official pages ran by the staff gotcha. of Temptations. So they don't have probably the proper precautions put in place so right you probably and, you know yeah. and you could find other things yeah i'm sure there's other groups or mm-hmm. organizations that you know you will find all these facebook pages mm-hmm. not all the facebook pages you find are sanctioned mm-hmm. and represented by the club or venue that they kind of have associated themselves with so it's really on those moderator teams of those groups yeah. to, to make sure that people aren't doing that right mm-hmm. we run um the swinger society facebook page and you know we would if somebody posted a picture at a club or a group or, you know, and there was a bunch of people in the background, we would delete that picture yeah. because that's not, that's not okay. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of, you know, I guess that kind of get takes us into this ne- next subject of whose, whose responsibility is it to protect people's privacy? I think it's everyone's. I think we as individuals need to protect each other. I think we need to protect ourselves. You have to be very mindful of who you are allowing to take your picture um, as someone whose stuff has been leaked, just because someone is your friend doesn't mean that you should trust them if you are not comfortable. You know, like even a photo of you just standing in a swinger outfit. You know, we all know what swinger outfits look like. They're <laughs> ultra sexy. You know, you wouldn't see your mom normally in that outfit, um, but maybe at a swinger club she might wear that. Um, so if you are that scared of being exposed, don't let that picture be taken. Yeah, you know, it's funny, you know, we talk rules and boundaries a lot. And, you know, this is almost like a rule and a boundary for the lifestyle, right? Because people's rules for this are different depending on who they are, right? Yeah. For us and most of our friends, at least that are from TikTok, we know we can take pictures of them. We can yeah. tag them on Facebook. Mm-hmm. We can tag them on Instagram. And, it, and it's no issue. Yeah. Um. You know, maybe you have a friend that is public about mm-hmm. that they're a swinger. And yeah. they might take a picture with you at an event or something and, 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 and post it and without forethought tag you in it yeah. because they don't you know they're just not thinking that that's not okay it was not malicious they right. just were wanting to share a hot picture right yeah and so you know i think what to your point is it is all of our responsibilities um and you have to make sure if you're not comfortable you know if you know people are taking pictures of you you make sure you tell them hey like, yeah it's great you take this i'll mm-hmm. be in this picture with you but please you know yeah. do, do not we have friends that like just speaking of hito we went on like a naked catamaran and we Mm. took all kinds of naked pictures with Mm. a lot of people that are not on social media that are extremely private those are for our personal collection Mm. they're not to be shared anywhere and of course our friends know we're very public and they're like hey we are great that y'all have those pictures but please don't share them and absolutely a hundred percent we would never share those pictures yeah Mm -hmm. and so i think that's you know and then you know to the other it's all of our responsibility if you see somebody in the club holding up a phone and videotaping and just willy-nilly pointing that around at everybody. Go alert security. Go alert staff. Go say something to that person. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I think 
that's a lot of it is, you know, if we all kind of police each other, mm-hmm. it'll it'll handle the, the, the problem. Right. Mm-hmm. If you see somebody doing something appropriate and you approach them or you approach the staff, um, you know, the same goes to the clubs and venues. You know, there's most swinger clubs have signs up and stuff that mm-hmm. say, you know, no phones, no cameras. Yeah. Right. But that should go without a lot of those venues. They kind of let it slide, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you, well, no phone, but if you're just in the corner texting, you know, it's okay yeah. as long as you're not taking pictures. Yeah. And, you know, then, you, you know, you start getting in that gray area, like, well, are they texting or are they taking pictures? Or videoing? is it some creepy that's yeah. guy that's taking a video? You know, like, you kind of get on a slippery slope. So I think, you know, those venues have to be very, very clear about what their rules are. They have to enforce their rules mm-hmm. and, and make it, you know, so that people know that the rules are in place, you know. And I think if everybody does that, and really it's just a lot of common sense and, and being a decent human being, right, mm-hmm. that, that'll that solve a lot of this stuff. Yeah. No, I totally agree. So I guess moving on, um, if, you, if you are on social media and you have an OF, are you a real swinger? Yeah, and this is – I think is maybe this new... is a little – off topic from just swinging in social media. No, but it, it really isn't because so many swingers have OnlyFans. Like, it's so common. And you know why? Because swingers, that's what we do. <laughs> we share pictures. So, like, if you're new to the lifestyle, like, when you meet a couple online, that's, like, kind of, like, introduce yourself, where you're from, what you're into. The next is, look how fucking hot my wife is, you know? (laughs) Like, that's kind of a thing, making videos and taking pictures and sending back and forth. It's a thousand percent a thing. Um, And, like, the reason we started our OnlyFans is because we were taking the pictures, right? We were saving them. We were, I was, Dan was out of the country. I was making naughty pictures for him and sending them to him. And eventually we were like, well, fuck, if we're sharing it with swingers all the, you know, all over the U.S. all the time, why not put them on a website and let people buy them? Right. Yeah. If we can post them and one, it's just hot sharing. Yeah. I like sharing our our stuff Mm because I I think it's hot. Right. And so I don't mind. So yeah, if we can post it on a website and people can pay to unlock it, they think it's hot. They're obviously you're consenting because they're the ones buying it. Uh, We think it's hot. Like swingers are so sex positive that how could you not be like to me, OnlyFans is an expression of your sexuality, right? Mm-hmm. It could just be boob pictures and butt pictures or whatever. It could just be very tasteful pictures. It's still hot and it's still an expression of sexuality, especially for the woman swinger. Most swingers are, you know, in their 30s, 40s, 50s. And at that point, I feel like we should totally be celebrating ourselves and be proud of what we are. So I think like swinging and having an OnlyFans do very much go hand in hand. Most podcasters have OnlyFans, you know, even though they don't like to claim that they do. Um, with I gotta look, guys. I gotta look. Um, but I mean, it's just it's just the truth. Sorry, I'm I'm on a tangent. I'll let you go. No, I think I think you're. You know, this judgment about you know I don't know as as a somebody in the lifestyle and and, and like you're saying, you know the lifestyle not even being swinging just being the bigger sex positive mm-hmm. alternative um you know relationship type lifestyle you know why we start digging on each other for things is beyond me right like yeah yes me and Lacey have an only fans several of our friends have only fans if you don't that's fine that's fine but don't try to 
break us down and make us like, oh, you're not a real swinger. Or you're just trying to make and money. Like, and you're just doing this for money. And and my response to that is Dan and I met on SLS, which is Swing Lifestyle. We had we swapped with another couple on our wedding day. Like if we're if we're not real swingers, then what the fuck is? You know, like I get very um, worked up over that comment because we were together for three years. Um, before we ever made an OnlyFans swinging, right. actively swinging. Um, nothing really has changed as far as our, um, as how we swing. It's all pretty much the same. Um, we've also gotten a lot of criticism about um, filming OnlyFans content in swinger clubs, mm-hmm. which has never happened. I... I dare them to go and watch all of our content and pay for it all, every single bit of it, <laughs> and see that there is no content from a swinger club. There might be content from our hotel room right, behind closed doors privately, but there's no um, yeah. there you, is you no will certainly content. never see any content from a playroom with people that aren't part of our group, right? I don't think we have any, we and Dan were talking about it. I any don't think public playrooms. We no, don't no, have no. any public playrooms there was one time at Trappies Atlanta in a private room. Dan popped out his phone. You can't even see my face, I don't think. And there was literally no one no, there. No, it's me, you, in a closed door room. Me, yeah. you, in a closed door room. And yeah. he, like, there's a, and I don't even know if that's on OnlyFans. I don't even know if that made it to OnlyFans. That might just be in our private collection. But that is the only um, one. And I personally have never seen anyone film any OnlyFans content in any club. And Honestly, like if you go back to what we were saying before, I would take responsibility and say, "Hey guys, this cannot happen. This right. has to stop." No. Um, well, one, I don't think the club would ever allow it, no. and then two, I would never like if yeah, I was I in that scenario, I would never. Yeah. If there was people in a room that were outside of our group, that in our group was trying to film. We, we, it would never happen when yeah. we film. And if we saw yeah. another group trying to film, we, we would, would tell somebody. We would alert security. But mm-hmm. we, and this is like a personal, if you can tell that we're a little worked <laughs> up, this is a personal, um, something that we wanted to talk about because I don't know. I just feel like swingers are kind of at each other. This, like, either you have an OnlyFans or you don't. And there's like the ones that don't, don't like the ones with. And the ones that with are just like, hey, we're just trying to pay for our swinging adventures. Because, Honestly, like, swinging is expensive. <laughs> yeah. And our OnlyFans covers pretty much that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it just is true. Well, it's if you're a sex-positive person, I don't know, you know, anybody that does sex work, you know, cam modeling, you know, yeah. if, they do, if they're doing porn, if they're doing, you know, if they're on OnlyFans, I don't... If you're taking pictures and like, sending them to your friends, yeah, how can you right. knock someone who is posting it. Yeah, also doing know. it? Um, but... Sex, you know, to me, being sex positive is being sex positive, right? If you're not like, don't shame somebody else's kink. If somebody else's kink is to post videos online and have people buy them, like, if that doesn't hurt you, if that's within yeah. the, the, it's legal, like, yeah, right? There's we're not nobody crossing being, any boundaries. Right. Nobody's, yeah. I don't, I don't understand the pushback. And also, it. like another thing to, um, to to explain, if you don't know anything about OnlyFans, anybody that's in a video has to, <laughs> that's a good point, yeah. has to be like. They have to. It has to. You have to have a consent. For example, if you film outside and there's people walking by, or if you're in a club and there's other people having sex next to you, those people have to have a consent on file with OnlyFans. If you try to post that, they will take it down. 
yeah, you they have to have, either have signed a consent form mm-hmm. or be a OnlyFans creator with an ID verified yeah. account. So even if someone made OnlyFans content in a sex club in the middle of everybody, that means that every single person in that sex club would have or swing a club would have had to sign a consent form or be registered with OnlyFans. Yeah. So it would essentially be garbage you couldn't use it right so it couldn't even be posted yeah and we've even you know only fans takes that very seriously because we've yeah. posted a few videos with our friends that are only fans creator and just forgot to tag them and only fans is very quick to flag those videos and yeah. take them down i think they give you like 24 hours to tag their person mm-hmm. and if you don't then they take the video down. and we even had a case where one of the husbands was having trouble getting his approval through only fans and we had to wait like months to post a video while he finished that so i mean OnlyFans is there to protect us. And that's why we personally, that's why we sell on their platform for all of those reasons. Yeah, um, It is the safest. From the, the places that we've seen, it's they take that the most serious. And yeah. it's the most well protected in that aspect. Yeah. Sorry, I'm the, that was a total tangent, guys. That no, was a no, personal. That was a personal. We needed to get that off of our chest, but it goes hand in hand with social media, right? It's all on the internet. It's all online. It's just how you choose to find people, express yourself, um, and it's just important to us to have this conversation. Yeah, and so I think the note I'll end on is, you know, our goal you know, as the Swing Nation podcast, as the Swinger Society is really, you know, you'll find it on our website, you'll find it in our podcast, is to push back against the negative stigmas associated with swinging in the the lifestyle. It always has been since the day we started on TikTok. That has been our stigma. Our goal is to to change laws to protect non-monogamous people Mm -hmm. from the very discrimination that we face. And, you know, it's it's forefront in our thought because we have friends that are, have been affected by it, mm-hmm. um, that are going through things still to this day, you know, with jobs and, mm-hmm. and family. We've had friends that have lost jobs. Jobs have been notified. Families have not allowed them to be a part of their family. I mean, so many things that are so hurtful. And, you know, I'm very passionate that that needs to change. Mm-hmm. I cannot change that if I hide who I am. Yeah. If I don't show my face. If I don't say, you know, I'm Dan. And I'm here to say that this is wrong and it mm-hmm. needs to change. And and we need a group, right? Me and, me and Lacey can't do it. We need hundreds, hundreds of thousands of people. We need to sign petitions. We need to, you know, we need to start lobbying to, to make these changes. We cannot hide in the shadow and make those changes. Um, and I think, you know, to other swingers out there, to maybe other podcasters, to other TikTokers, you should be supporting that movement. Like, we should be coming together and not be, fighting each other. You don't have to do everything that me and Lacey do. You don't have to have OnlyFans. You don't have to make TikToks. But you shouldn't be tearing us down and trying to make us look bad, you know, for some of these things. Like, we should all be united in this mission t- yeah. to change the way society views people in the lifestyle. And you think about it, we have completely outed ourselves for this. Like, and I mentioned it in the beginning, like, we have absolutely... We were completely private, 100%. Nobody had a clue that we were a swinger. And now every single person in our towns know we are a swinger. When I walk up to baseball, every single mama there is judging me. Every time I go anywhere, they all know. And it's hard. It's, it's, it's not easy. And so it does get very frustrating when you have basically put everything on the line for your 
lifestyle for your community and then that same lifestyle and that same community are giving you hell for it. Yeah. It's it's hard. It's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. And I realize we're we're a little different. We're probably approaching this a little more directly. We're a little more probably in your face than than people have done in the past. Um I realize that, you know, by making big splashes and doing big events and throwing big parties that that's going to ruffle feathers whether people are jealous whether people think we're trying to just get rich and make money you I know. drive a Kia a 2016 <laughs> Kia with 130,000 miles on it we uh, are not rolling in the cash yeah <laughs> I think there are people out there that yeah. have tried to use the lifestyle and sell the sex part of it to, to make money mm-hmm. you know that's not my goal you know are we going to do events 100% we're going to do events mm-hmm. you know our events are going to you know be half party and half educational and you know hopefully raise some money for some charities you know i don't i'm going to try to do everything we are going to try to do everything we can to do this the best way we can mm-hmm. i get, understand people out there not everybody's going to agree with us yeah. not everybody's going to be on the same page with us um i would just hope before you take to your platforms to tear us down have a conversation with us absolutely our email is always open i know sometimes in our tiktok lives it can be hard to get a word in and and if you come in with criticism a lot of times it will get shot down but if you want to have an educated conversation with us our email is always open and we would love to have that conversation the swing nation at gmail.com mm-hmm. um yeah get to know us have a conversation with us maybe you know if, if you think we're doing something that maybe goes against your your you know what you think the the morals of people in the lifestyle should be talk to us about it and let's have a conversation about yeah. it I assure you, you're probably getting the wrong message. You're probably misunderstanding what we're, we're trying to do. You're probably, yeah. you're, somebody has misrepresented us to you. And, you know, that would be my assumption because yeah. I can tell you what's in my heart. I can tell you what's in Lacey's heart. I can tell you what's in the heart of all these people that we work with and are associated with. And it, it is not to get rich. It is not to make money. It is not to misrepresent this lifestyle. It's not to to make swingers look anything other than what who they are, which in my opinion is amazing, great human beings that deserve um to have a community Mm -hmm. that deserve to be respected that deserve to be not discriminated against unfairly by employers and and, in other organizations and that's you know that's that's what we're all about yeah um so you know i get it if we you know we've started to get more attention over the last few months uh over the last year and and people aren't going to like that and people are going to try to to tear us down but if you are genuine and if you support, you know, non-monogamous people and, and, and breaking stigmas and things like that, uh, and you disagree with what we're doing, have a conversation with us before you take to a platform to try to, to try to tear us down. That would be the only thing I ask. Um, but, uh, man, this, this podcast went a little bit different of a way than I thought it was going to go. Well, but... it feels good, though, to get it off my chest. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Um, we also, can I add one thing sure. and then you can wrap it up? Yeah. We also have never um, accepted any kind of payment to take anyone behind closed doors to do anything. That's just not who we are. If you know our hearts and our, that's just not something that we do. We've also been accused of that. Um, that's just not something we do. I, that's yeah. Again, very hurtful. Don't people, assume. people fabricating stuff to, uh, one, either tear us down or to get attention to themselves. I, I don't know why people would do that, but it's it's a hundred percent the fathers from the truth and, and anybody that knows us or has been associated with us or has gone to any event um with us um can testify to that yeah i have no 
even doubt. You know, yeah. that's it's a ridiculous thing to even make an accusation of. Um, but we love you guys. We do. We, we love our we community. Love this community. Um, We're not quitting. We're not going anywhere. So get used you know, to us. <laughs> I think if anything, it's I'm willing to take the heat. I'm willing to to get beat up. I'm willing to be tossed around. I'm willing to people have have people shit. Are you? Because I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm a crybaby. You know, I I have pretty broad shoulders. Lacey, not as much, I'm but sensitive. but she's she's. I don't know. Your shoulders are getting stronger every day. I think. Well, I think if you do this for a year, <laughs> you do, you do. But it gets hard. You yeah. know, it gets some days are harder than others. Yeah. Um. So you know, I guess on that note, you know. We'll take the heat if it makes if it makes a difference for everybody else. I guess so. <laughs> Lacey's getting on board. <laughs> um, so that's all I got to say about that. Yeah, we love you guys. Thanks we love for this community. Us. Um, I'm going to go over a few events we got coming up real quick. Podcast of Palooza. We won't be there, but no. Kate and Life of Spice and a, a lot of our friends will totally be totally jealous. It's in California. It was just. We have a lot of events coming up, and it was just going to be too hard to hop on a plane and make that work. So we will not be there. Yep, and that's the third through the eighth. Um, we will be at Splash in Atlanta, the second um, through the fifth. Um, and so, if you don't know what that is, Splash Atlanta is a big, huge uh, pool party slash hotel takeover in Atlanta. Um, they have some awesome themes. Can't wait to be a part of it. So we will be there only because we it's a couple hour drive instead of flying across the country for us. Um, but we wish we wish we could be in both places yep. um, but but we can't so come join us at splash if you want to be there um and then we'll be at naughty in new orleans july 6th through the 8th um yeah, i think there's a July few... 6th through the 10th babe oh i got the eighth on here it's not it's the 10th okay the 6th <laughs> through the 10th um come join us for that it's gonna be a great time i think there's yeah. a few like over 2,000 swingers already yeah, signed up i saw that on their instagram they have over 2,000 swingers can you all imagine like new orleans is amazing as it is and then you add in 2,000 swingers shoot it's going to be a good time. Um, and then we have, do you want to announce the official dates for our we secret one-year podcast Yay. bash? Hopefully by the time this airs, it will be out and on our website. But we are still working on that. But I can release the dates. It's August 26th, 27th, and 28th at Secrets. It will be our one-year podcast anniversary. We did our first podcast. It was released on August 27th. So we are literally the exact same weekend. So I hope you all can come out. Um, not a not a huge place. Maybe like 100 rooms. Is that what you think? So, 138, if I so remember. So definitely keep your eye out. Um, join SwingerSociety.net. If you are a Diamond member on SwingerSociety.net, you get first access to this. So if that's something that you would like to come to, we please please join us. Yeah, and it's a complete takeover of the resort. So I mean, if you need, if you want a cabana, if you want a VIP, you, all that has to be booked um, um, through us and through mm-hmm. SwingerSociety.net. Little old us taking over all the secrets. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> I can't wait. It's gonna be fun. I know. Um, and then we have that's in August. Um, we have Secret Sensa- Sensations in October. Yeah. So that's gonna be their Halloween. Hotel Takeover, Dan and I will be there. We'll also be teaching a couple of classes, so make sure that you get signed up to go to that. That's in the Philadelphia area, Yep. which is our first one in the northern part of the U.S. Is so. it Philly or Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh. I think it's Pittsburgh. I'm getting, I'm, y'all, listen, I'm from the South. It's all the oh, same up there. Pennsylvania people are going to be mad at you. Oh, and that's, the, that's the 21st and 22nd <laughs> of October. Um, all, all that information you can find on our website. And then finally, that Pineapple Cruise. Yay! 
Um, that has been released. The cabins are for sale right now. Yes. Um, that's March 11th through the 16th, which is a partial takeover of a um, cruise ship. Um, it, so it's going to be, um, you know, a partial takeover, but we're going to have lifestyle events. So we'll, yeah. we'll take over parts of the ship where only our group will be allowed to go for those events. Um, we're going to have playrooms. We're going to have different events. We're going to do Q&As. Nights. We're going to do classes. Mm-hmm. We're going to have theme nights. We're going to do all the swinger stuff. Yeah, and it's really affordable compared to your typical cruise. Yeah. So definitely check it out. Dan will link it in our show notes so yep. you can get all the information. Make sure you use the code TSN for the Swing Nation to get $100 off. 100%. Yeah. And so if you're interested in any events with us and, and coming out and partying with us and, and the different um, TikTok creators that are part of our Swinger Society, you want to head on over to um, swingersociety.net, get signed up, make a profile, um, and you can buy tickets to all of our events there. Um, and we look forward to seeing you guys. It's, it's going to be a busy a busy year. Are you ready? We have two months. <laughs> we have two months that don't have anything, and we're currently... Scheduling things for those months. It's crazy. But uh crazy life we live, babe. It is crazy. Um <laughs> but we love you guys. We do. Thank thanks, you for all the support. Thanks for listening um to this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, join us. Join us on Facebook, join us on Discord, join us in all the places, but do so safely. Yes. All right. I think with that, in a world full of apples. Be the pineapple. Be the pineapple, guys. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed our podcast and want to support us, leave a five-star review wherever you're listening. If you want to see more of our content, you can find links to Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, OnlyFans, and more in the show notes. Come join the conversation with us and other Swinger content creators on our Swinger Society Discord server. If you have questions or feedback, email them to us at theswingnation at gmail.com. Make sure you head on over to theswingnation.net and keep up to date on all things Swing Nation. We thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.